Different cultures and ethnic groups celebrate the Christmas season in different ways. Latinos have special traditions they enjoy with their families. One is the celebration of Posada. What is the Posada? How does it help children and their families learn about Christmas? Join us today as I interview Rolando Hinojosa of Allen Park, Michigan. We'll learn about this Latino tradition plus much more. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Again, I want to introduce my guest. Uh, he is Detective Rolando Hinojosa of Allen Park, Michigan. Tell our listeners uh, uh, a little bit, Rolando, about your family. Okay. Starting right off, I am a first-generation Mexican. My mom and dad were born and raised in Mexico, and I was Born and raised in the Detroit area, along with uh, my brother and sister, and um, we've, uh, you know, I was raised Catholic, but uh, now I'm Lutheran. Even though my mom and dad continue to be very devoted Catholics and very devoted Christians, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really need to say that. You know, we've been. I was like I said, born and raised here in the United States, and I used to visit Mexico when I was a child. And uh, my first language is actually Spanish, and I had to learn English to get into school. But now I speak better English than I do Spanish. And uh, you and your wife have five children? Yes, we have five children ranging from uh, age 22 to my youngest at 10. And your wife homeschools the children, is that correct? Yes, she homeschooled um, a couple of our kids. Um, um, We had, uh, like, my oldest son was just homeschooled just briefly, and then he went to um, a Lutheran school, then he graduated from a um, a secular school here, you know, excuse me, public school, mm-hmm. and along with my mother daughter, she uh, went almost all the way through up until the very end of her last year. She uh, graduated from, uh, even though she was homeschooled, um, graduated from a city, um, from public school, and my one daughter, K-12, through 12, she never knew public school, mm-hmm. and uh, my um, my middle son, or my youngest son, he was um, K-8 through eight and then went to the high school, and my youngest daughter is 10, and she's still being homeschooled. That's pretty normal. My daughter homeschools two of her three children, and um, at, at some point they usually end up back in a school, but uh, we, we love homeschooling families. Uh, we know they're always very uh, dedicated to Christ, and uh, we're thankful that uh, your wife can do that. So one of the things that you brought up uh, to someone else who recommended you to me is the story of Posada, and I had not heard of it, and it is a a Latino uh, celebration. So tell our listeners first a little bit about it, what it is, and how it works. Well, um, Posadas are mostly done in, in the country of Mexico, and uh, what they do is they reenact the um, the pilgrimage of Mary and Joseph. And sometimes you'll get people in the community that will um, play different roles, and they'll walk through the uh, their city or their uh, neighborhood acting out uh, somebody maybe being Mary, somebody being Joseph. And uh, sometimes the children will walk with uh, either poncetias or candles walking through the street. And... Um, they sometimes it's done in a in a various um, some some vary in, in some of the ways they do it, but sometimes it will go for example to um, to a home, and they'll knock on the door and you know tell them you know my uh, you know Joseph will say my wife is with child she is uh, going to be giving birth really soon could you please let us in and they get some rejections, 
until they finally come to the last house where they're, you know, very adamant. You know, and Joseph is very adamant. We, we need to find a place for my wife. Uh, she's going to have um, a child here pretty soon. They're telling him, go away, go away. But Joseph is pretty persistent, and um, finally they're, they're led into the home, and uh, they accept Christ there. Mm. Now, do they, and I know sometimes this is set up ahead of time, but do they go to homes they know, or are they going to strangers' homes? Yeah, it's usually homes they know. It would be a little bit different seeing, uh, because sometimes they really, and I've seen it done here, and we have a large Latin community here in southwest Detroit, um, and uh, they they will actually get uh, a donkey and really play out the roles. So Mm. it would be a little bit... uh, (laughs) I'd be taken back by somebody knocking on my door uh-huh. with uh, somebody on a on a donkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so okay. it's like I said, it's it's reenacted. So they usually have people who will who who expect it. Okay. And then uh, they have the one house where they finally are accepted in. So when they go into the home, uh, what do they do there then? Well, sometimes just before that too. Sometimes uh, they're sung. Sometimes uh, Joseph will come singing. You know, oh. um, you know, pleading. With the innkeeper, please let us in. My wife is is here, you know. And who is this? Go away, you know. It's late. I want to sleep. They kind of go back and forth, and Joseph pleads and says, "This is the queen of heaven, you know. She's about to give birth to the, you know, child of God or the son of God." And it kind of goes back and forth, and finally the innkeeper says, "Oh, well, please come on in, welcome mm-hmm. in." And um, so then welcome in, and then there after they're after they're welcomed in, there's usually a party with mm-hmm. some. Um, pastries and Mexican hot chocolate, um, and uh, just a little plug for Mexican hot chocolate. If you've never had it, mm. you have to try it. Is right? It is absolutely delicious. How is it different from regular hot chocolate? Well, it's very rich, very, very rich, and what it is is you get this big block of chocolate, and uh, the, you, you, there shouldn't be too difficult to find, and you just melt it in milk, and it's got a little cinnamon, cinnamon, excuse me, cinnamony taste to it, and uh, very rich, very uh, thick chocolate. It's delicious. Oh, I have not had it. I'll have to oh, try it. Oh, you got to have it. <laughs> you yeah. got to have it. It's good stuff. That's great. Now, do they also use a piñata in this uh, uh, posada or yeah. sometimes? Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes that's the end of the celebration, or to, I don't want to say the end of the celebration, but that's part of the celebration is uh, piñatas. And uh, they will, the kids obviously will have a good time with it. And it's, it's a celebration of uh, being, you know, we've accepted the Christ child uh, into our homes. And obviously you can use that as uh, an allegory for our own lives, that we've accepted Christ into our home, into my um, physical home, so to speak, my body, my soul, my spirit. I've accepted Christ now. Uh Uh Good, good. Uh, And it also, uh, in some of the information I uh, read, and I think this comes more from the Roman Catholic side, it talks about uh, uh, the children breaking the seven-starred pinata, symbolizing the defeat of the seven great sins. Now, we don't talk much about that in the Lutheran Church, sin is a sin. But I <clears throat> I looked up the seven sins, and I know sometimes there's different verses from the Old Testament, but I, I, I just wanted to read them because I, I found it kind of interesting. Most of them I'm very familiar with, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth. S-L-O-T-H. That one I wasn't. I had to look it up. Wrath, envy, and pride. Um, and, and I think in today's world, when we look around, uh, interesting, the, the sloth, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, was defined as being physically lazy or spiritually lazy, where you weren't like growing in your faith. Um, 
And the wrath was kind of rage. You know, in today's world, we see so many people that are so angry. And um, and yet uh, the Christmas story tells us that uh, there will be this special peace on earth. It isn't peace of the world at all, but it is God's peace that can come into our hearts and help us well, what understand do um, with the pinata breaking, you know, with the seven stars there, the seven points of, of sin. I think it's kind of neat because it's at the very beginning. Salvation starts right there at the very beginning, at the birth of Jesus. Well, even even mm-hmm. before that, but we can see that um, that uh, the Christ child is already making an impact, even as an infant. And uh, people who uh, have come to expect or have come to know God realize that the power of this virgin birth. That's just. Uh, um, I almost get choked up, probably my Latin emotions. I'm a pretty emotional person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just so beautiful, one of the most beautiful events in the world, um, one of the most humbling events in the world where God becoming man. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, a celebration that um, needs to um, be cherished, you know, in, in every part of our life. And um, it, I think it's just a beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah. Altogether. Thank God it's true. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, we believe as Christians that the Bible is true, and it says Mary was a virgin, and we believe that. And I know there are some people in our listening audience that are going to be laughing at that, but we know that it's true because we have that peace that passes all understanding. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of always go back to. Um, you know, I think if uh, you believe God spoke the world into existence, why would you have a hard time believing this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so God nothing is possible with God. Nothing. Abs- absolutely. So it's a very beautiful story. And you also mentioned uh, Christ being God, the Bible verse, and I don't have it here in front of me, but I used it in my Christmas letter this year, where the the in Matthew, I believe it is, says that he, Christ was Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. <clears throat> God is with us today, and uh, God is with us with Christ's birth, even though he was this innocent baby. Right. Uh, it was true God and true man at the same time. I want <clears throat> to talk just a minute to the, the Bible story of Christ's uh, birth talks so much as well about do not be afraid. Many times it's the angels saying this, but um, as as I think about you know this uh, Posada and and reenacting this story, um, it it has to come up at times that uh, we are not to be afraid. And yet in today's world, and you are a detective, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. You're a policeman. Um, the, the world we live in, even here in the United States, can be very challenging, and people can be afraid. Correct. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, even as, as police officers, um, you know, we, we get, uh, we, we have fear mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes that fear keeps us alive. It lets us know that we're not invincible, but it also, yeah. um, we're able to overcome that fear and, and do the job that we're supposed to, just like soldiers. It's mm-hmm. not always easy, though. No, I'm I've sure been in many, not. many, many scary situations. Um, but, um, you know, the Lord has looked over me so yeah. far. But I, unfortunately, I've been to way too many policemen's funerals, way, oh. way too many. Wow. Yeah, and um, I wasn't sure if there's more that we want to talk about related to the Posada, or would we want to move on? And you know more about it than me, so... Well, just sometimes uh, the Posadas end up in church. 
Oh. Sometimes where they, they end up in church, and that's where the celebration is held. It's a little bit more, I want to say, but uh-huh. the mere fact of just the meditation of it to me is just unbelievably beautiful and indescribable. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I think about um, somebody trying to reenact what Jesus, um, right. Jesus' birth, I think it's just beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a great story. And so many times that happens in our churches as the children's services uh, have one of the children dressed up like Mary and somebody dressed up like Joseph and the shepherds and the uh, and and the um, wise men coming. I mean, I guess in a way, many of our churches do something similar to what you were talking about with the, except they're not knocking on the door, but they're right. still reenacting the story. I think that as we talk about children, this is really a good thing because. Many times we're just reading the Bible story to the children, and that's right. why children like books, because they can see the pictures. But yeah. reenacting it is seeing it visually, uh, yes. seeing other people, seeing the baby in the manger, and all of the, the uh, parts of this wonderful story that is true, as you said. It is true that Christ suffered and died for us, but it's also true that he was born an infant with not able to do anything, um, just totally dependent on his mother, Mary, and his father, who was not his real father, but was like his adopted father. Um, It's an amazing story that God gave us in his word. It so, is beautiful. And, and one other point I, I did want to make about the Posada, too, was um, going back to the Latin community, is that there is a great, still a great sense of community amongst the, um, the Mexicans and, and Latin uh, culture. That's why they're able to do it in, in neighborhoods, um, oh. whereas it's, it's a little bit difficult up here. Now, granted, also, too, it's a little bit difficult being from Michigan and, you know, being up north, it can get a little bit cold. Um, but so sometimes it, it's done just inside one place. Uh, but the fact that uh, you know that uh, they're really there's a very tight community amongst the uh, Latinos is uh, it makes it very special. And mm. I, I realized that when I was uh, um, in Mexico and just how tight and how close uh, my family is. I'm very very blessed to have to have the family that I have. That's that's wonderful. I want to make just a few announcements, and then we're going to talk uh, a little bit more uh, about your work as a detective in Michigan. We're going to talk about the. Shop for a Cop program sounds very interesting, and I want to uh, let our listeners know about that as well. Each week, Family Shield offers a booklet or resource to our listeners. This week, we're offering What's Christmas? To receive the booklet at no charge, call our response center, 1-877-317-4326. That number again is 877 877- 3174326 If you're a Thrivent financial member, you can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars to support Family Shield Ministries. Go to the Thrivent website at www.thrivent.com/thriventchoice or call them 1-800-847-4836 to learn more. Remember, you must contact them on a quarterly basis to let them know where you want your money to be donated. If you don't contact them, them that money does not go to any uh, organization, any nonprofit organization. We love to hear from our listeners. Tell us how the program has helped you grow in God's grace, 
submit prayer requests for your family or your friends, or send a donation to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. Also remember, we have an archive page where you can hear our programs if you missed one or if you want to listen to it again. You can also sign up to receive our email newsletter on our website, www.familyshieldministries.com. Don't forget to keep Family Shield in your prayers as well. Family Shield has a document on our web uh, site under Family Ministry that shares activities and recipes for holidays for individuals and families. We invite you to use one or more of these ideas during the upcoming Christmas season. Now I want to go back to my guest, Rolando Hinojosa, and uh, he is a detective in Detroit. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about what you do and where you work there. Well, I work for um, uh, a, a town just south of Detroit, a suburb of Detroit called uh, Melvindale. And actually, I, I used to be a police officer in uh, inner city Detroit. But I've been with the Melvindale Police Department now for almost 20 years. Um, I've worked patrol, and now I'm in the detective bureau uh, working you know, as a detective for our city. All right, wonderful. Well, you told me a little bit, and I want our listeners to learn a little bit more about a program called Shop with a Cop, cute little name. Tell us uh, what that is and how that works. Yeah, well, it started a few years ago uh, with uh, one of my lieutenants who um, kind of wanted to reach out to some of the underprivileged kids in our city. And um, he'd heard of somebody doing a Shop with a Cop, so I wish you could say we could coin that phrase. Uh, but um, we said, let's do it. So we would stand on street corners and, uh, you know, solicit some money from people. And they would come by. They would gladly, you know, say, what's this for? And say, this is Shop with the Cop. We're going to help out kids, you know, have uh, buy presents for their family for Christmas. And uh, it's just amazing how the community, the community of Melvindale, really has come out and just wholeheartedly supported us. And it's, it's been a more of a blessing for us, I think, than it is for the kids. And uh, we were able to, um, what we do is we, uh, you know, allocate a certain amount of money, you know, for a child per, per person in the family. And we take them shopping at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, we take them out to dinner. And it's, um, oh, that's great. It's been, it's been really great. Like I said, we've had some kids that, uh, you know, the memories are precious. Yeah. Well, tell, uh, you don't need to say names, but just share, you know, maybe how that has um, impacted uh, one of the children that you uh, met with the, uh, uh, helped raise money for and maybe took out to dinner. That's probably a, a great opportunity to build relationships with uh, underprivileged uh, children. Yeah, it, it has been. And I mean, I, boy, my goodness, the stories, I could, I could go on. Um, we were actually, uh, a, a couple of stories, one of them's kind of funny. Um, we had uh, one of our news stations in the area um, come film us. You know, oh. they thought it was a really neat thing. So they're kind of doing a little story on us and, uh, I had that song by Elvis, Blue Christmas, on my mind, and usually I think out loud. And so there I am singing Blue Christmas, and they put it on the camera, and I was on TV with that. So uh-huh. I didn't sound anywhere near close to, uh, to Elvis. <laughs> but uh, one kind of a neat story. My wife has to go with me because I'm not a very good shopper. Uh-huh. So our wives really help us out, you know, our wives and girlfriends. Um, and what they do is uh, one day I remember after we went, we went to a buffet, and... Um, this young girl, we were talking, we ended up, we prayed before the meal, mm-hmm. you know, and then um, we started talking. I think we sang some Christmas carols one time or something like that. 
And a little girl didn't really know, even know anything about Christmas. And uh, my wife was able, was able to share the uh, salvation story and the uh, birth of Jesus with this little girl who, unfortunately, here in the United States, never went to church or anything mm-hmm. like that, didn't know, hardly know anything about Jesus. Mm. That's wonderful. That reminds me one time years ago when I was in a public school and I said something about God's book to one of the fourth graders. And, and I remember him saying, God? God has a book. What? What? <laughs> it's amazing how many children in our uh, culture, in our cities right here in the United States, know nothing about God, don't know this story. And uh, uh, and, and this kind of a uh, program, Shop, uh, Shop with a Cop, Shop with a cop uh, not only helps them have money to buy presents for their family members, but it gives you a wonderful opportunity to build a positive relationship with them, especially this going out to dinner with them, and also to share the message of Christ. That's yeah, it's, awesome. It's been, very, it's, been, it's been positive in many ways. Obviously, ultimately, you want to share the Lord with, uh, with anybody you can, and that's you know my prayer every day is, God, open up the door for me to share your love with someone. But it has built um, good, positive relationships with the community. We've had people say, you know, I used to have a bad attitude about you policemen, but um, I see what you guys have done, and it's really changed the way I look at you all. So it's been a very positive experience. Mm. Um, It's a lot of work putting this on, but uh, we've done it for, I don't know, about six or seven years now, and um, we look forward to it every year. Now, is it a volunteer thing so the, the policemen don't have to do it? No, there's, and I give a lot of credit to our police officers. Even some of them right now are, are asking others, hey, let me switch the shift with you so I can do this. Oh. You know, or I'll take some personal time so I can do this. So um, I really am very proud of, uh, of the guys I work with, guys and girls. You bet, you bet. So uh, as we talk about that, of course, we're dealing with Ferguson uh, all over the United States, but it's right in our backyard in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, sometimes uh, the good stories about policemen and the way they build relationships with underprivileged uh, boys and girls and youth just don't get shared as much as they should. And I think that um, detectives and police, as you said earlier, are putting their lives on the line a lot. Just any thoughts you have related to that? Um, I'm just, like I said, I'm very proud to be a police officer, even though it's a very difficult. Actually, my oldest son uh, will be graduating with a criminal justice degree from uh, Concordia in Ann Arbor. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very proud tradition. It really is very, I'm very proud to, to be that. But it can be very trying at times, too. You were, you were mentioning about some of those uh, seven sins, and you said rage, and I said, oh, my goodness. Mm. I've, I have to, that's a battle I have with everything that I see every day. Mm-hmm. I have to really battle anger. Yeah. Um, not so much the rage where I take it out physically, but it's just inside, and I have to repent a lot. Like, mm-hmm. God, forgive me for, you know, I can't stand this person. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but I'm very proud of uh, the, the people I work with and very proud of uh, the majority, and I would probably say about 99% of the police officers in the United States. I think um, most of them are top-notch guys mm-hmm. and girls. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. So um, now, what else would you like to share with our listeners? Uh, We didn't talk a lot about what you do with your family, other than we talked about the Posada, uh, related to traditions of the holidays. Any other 
thoughts that you have uh, that you and your wife do with your children? Um, we don't really do anything out of the ordinary that anybody else does. We do go to Christmas Eve service, which to me is one of the highlights of my year. Uh, going to our, I think we just have a great week. I go to Christ the King uh, Lutheran in uh, Southgate, Michigan, which is just a few miles down the road from here. And we just have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas Eve service, and it's, it's very touching. And um, so we don't do anything out of the ordinary uh, than anybody else does. We read the Christmas stories and, and things like that. But I always, even like today as I was taking my son to school, we were praying, and, um, and I like to pray for my, with my son you know, before school starts. And uh, just saying, God, help us to be focused upon you and not uh, all these other distractions during this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And keeping Christ focused uh, as, as a primary part of our life every day, and especially during this Christmas time. And maybe we can use some of these stories, maybe some of the Posada. Maybe we can use this to reach out to bring people to Christ. That's ultimately what we need to do. You bet. And that's Family Shield's um, a ministry is, is pretty much helping equip Christians to witness to their families. Uh, we can't do it all by ourselves, but it grew out of my work in evangelism. So our, our focus is certainly to build strong, healthy families and help them know Christ and grow in his word, which is Absolutely. also so important in today's world. And that's why, you know, during uh, this holiday season, we, we want to talk more about uh, how families can share their faith in Christ. We have two minutes left, Rolando. So just any other thoughts that you have as we uh, close the program related to um, uh, the Christmas story and its importance in today's world? Uh, Well, like I said, the Christmas story begins with the birth of Christ. And uh, we see, you know, that it ends at the cross and uh, his resurrection. So it's uh, very important, and I can see a lot of salvation in the in the story of of uh, Jesus' birth, and I do remember a, a long time ago, um, my pastor preached a message that really has stuck with me. This has got to be about my goodness, twenty years ago. He uh, said there was one person that he did not see during all these nativity sets that he's seen, you know, driving around the um, the neighborhood. He said, "Where's the Grim Reaper?" Mm. And it really kind of struck me. And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Remember, this child was born to die." And Satan was always after him. Mm-hmm. So it, I gained a greater appreciation of the life of Jesus through his death. You bet. And, you know, all from the birth to death. It's just, uh, I could go on. Yeah. I could go on. It's just a beautiful story. Yeah. And very, very deep. And I hope and pray that everybody would find the same Lord that's, that I have. You bet. You bet. Again, my guest has been Rolando Hinojosa. Uh, we've talked about the Posada, what it is, and how it's, done. Uh, It's a Latino celebration. We've talked about Shop with a Cop, uh, and I know, uh, I hope our listeners have enjoyed the program. I want to mention again that our booklet this week is What's Christmas? Uh, To order that booklet, uh, call 1-877-317-4326. Again, Kay Meyer with Family Shield, uh, www.familyshieldministries.com. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com 
or Wright Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.